we always knew we wanted to have kids in our family mm-hmm. and we knew that they could come lots of different ways mm-hmm. um, and so we always thought that we would have our kids by our own genetics and that we would also adopt mm-hmm. and we first had our daughter Olive and then pretty much not right away after her but we knew okay adoption's probably what we want to pursue for baby number two mm-hmm so we met with an adoption agency up yeah. in Indianapolis, and we remember that um, they were excited to have us, but they were pretty honest that um, if we wanted to bring home an infant, we could be waiting a long time uh, unless we were willing to go um, international, um, and even then it would probably be an older child. So they were excited to tell us about another option called embryo adoption, where um, <laughs> we would actually be matched with a family looking to make uh, arrangements for embryos they were not going to use after going through IVF. Yeah, so, and it felt like sci-fi in that moment. Yeah, right away. <laughs> like we were in a... But I think on the car ride home, we talked. Yeah. And like, I think it just felt right for both of us. And um, I think... Sense. Yeah, it makes sense. Obviously, we were coming from a desire to adopt. And then we also really believe that first families and genetic families are an important part of a kid's identity. And so most of the clinics, if you adopt embryos through a clinic, it's anonymous. And we just felt like for us and our family and our future kids, that wasn't the best option. We wanted a connection to their um, first family and their genetic family. So we chose an adoption agency, actually they're in California, And um, we made a profile, and that was the second reason why we liked an adoption agency over a clinic. At most clinics, the adoptive parents choose the match, and in an adoption agency, the genetic family chooses. And we felt like that was important because they were, they're theirs, they were theirs first, and they are the ones who should have that decision to, to choose. Mm-hmm. Who's then they become. And so our first match um, was six embryos, and over the course of a year... Um, almost two years. Almost two years. Um, we transferred those embryos. Part of the medical side that we didn't realize, I guess, was that we would shut down my natural system, and we would rebuild it medically so that we could control, the doctors could control the timing. We had um, six embryos, so five transfers, and each of those transfers included every time shutting down my natural system and rebuilding it. You know, we we have, we did match twice, um, as you were saying, like our mm-hmm. first match didn't result in any babies. Um, but with both those families, we wanted the children that would come from them to be um, able to know their story completely and fully and have relationships with right. their genetic siblings if they wanted to. Right. So after that, we were kind of like paused. Mm-hmm. Here we are. At that point, let's see, it was March 2017. Mm-hmm. And we had met very first with the adoption agency in June 2015. Yeah, so, so about two years, two years in. Still no baby. <laughs> I'd say for us, that was probably the darkest part. Yeah. We'd spent a lot of money and a lot of time and a lot of emotion on that match. Right. Um, 
and we're ready to build our family. We were ready when we started that process. <laughs> yeah. So knowing that we thought we would be having a baby when our daughter was three and now yeah. no way we could have it before you know she was at almost five. So for us, I remember those days of us okay. being um, maybe a little conflicted about what to do next. Yeah. Do we move forward, match again? Right. We thought, well, okay, we could get pregnant um, with our own genetics. We could look back at a traditional adoption Mm -hmm. um, or we could rematch and we kind of our faith was a part in that we felt like there was a a plan for us that Mm -hmm. was meant to be and Mm so we decided that no we we have babies frozen out there somewhere Mm -hmm. still and so we went into rematching and then we got word that another family had our profile yeah and I was remembering, do you remember that then they had additional questions? Yeah, they did. <laughs> so you make a profile, and then their response was a few questions for us. Yeah. And most, the biggest one, I think, for them was, why are you adopting embryos yeah. when you're fertile? Yeah. It was like, oh, they love these embryos. Like That's they, right. They care about them deeply, and they, they're making an important decision. So they chose us. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, we accepted that match, and that was September. Yeah, in the, the fall, the 2017. Were, yeah, the embryos were legally ours. So Yeah, and then, you know, we'd done five transfers uh, with no go, and we went into this first transfer with the new batch, and yeah. uh, we were hopeful, and sure enough, it took right away, and we yeah. had a, a textbook pregnancy <laughs> uh, in terms of symptoms and signs yeah. and health. Yeah. And I think, too, sometimes we've heard people say, like, oh, what you're doing is so great. And and it is. We're <laughs> excited about it, and we love it. But really, the genetic parents are the heroes, and mm-hmm. they're the ones that did something great. Because mm-hmm. had they decided to destroy their leftover embryos or That's right. keep them frozen, That's right. this baby would not be growing right now. It was yeah. their decision that was um, life-giving to the baby. Yeah, it feels... It feels important to validate life at all levels Yeah. for me. Yeah. Um, um, so I was thinking about kind of, so here we are, um, like we're pregnant with this baby. We have five embryos who are still ours. Um, and kind of how being near IU will help us mm. in our with our family. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that, first of all, we have lots of friends here in Bloomington and um, from IU who families look lots of different ways. Yeah. And so that's nice to, as we have a family that, well, we all won't look alike. Mm-hmm. We all didn't join the family the same way. Um, it's nice to be able to say, like, look, families look a lot of different ways. That's right. Um, and then the couple who chose us, they're uh, Vietnamese American. And so knowing that obviously we have contact with them and they'll play into the child's identity, but also knowing our kids can have friends who do look like them and who don't look like them. Right. And we can um, have access to maybe some cultural things that if That's we, right. if IU wasn't here, it might be harder to, to find those. Well, you have been amazing <laughs> on this journey. Yeah, you have too. And I just love you so much. Aww, um, I love you. Proud that you're my wife and that you'll be the mother to our children. Thank <laughs> you.